Welcome back to Scary Bear Attacks. Today's episode takes us to the rugged Sierra Nevada mountains in central California. The Sierra Nevadas are one of the highest and most prestigious mountain ranges in the world and serve as the spine of California running from the Mexican border all the way to around the Oregon border. The giant granite peaks seem to touch the sky and host hundreds of miles of largely uninterrupted fir and pine forests. At the time of our incident, there were no highways crossing the mountain passes, and assistance was often too far away to actually help. John Adams was born in 1812 in Medway, Massachusetts, and made his way to California when he was 37 years old, after his shoe business failed due to fire. He left his family and made his way to the wilds of California to become a trapper, miner, and hunter. Having nearly died from two illnesses during his trek, he arrived in California in mid-December. He utilized his knowledge gained as an animal trainer and hunter in New England to make his own buckskins, moccasins, harness, saddles, and snowshoes, and with help from the Miwok Indians built a cabin and stable to winter over. In 1853, he navigated around 1,200 miles on one of his hunting and trapping expeditions, clear up to the eastern portion of the Washington Territory. While out on an excursion, he discovered a female yearling cub and quickly caught her. He moonlighted as an animal trainer and would sometimes catch animals and sell them to circuses or other menageries. He named the young grizzly Lady Washington. Incredibly, he eventually tamed Lady Washington and she became his constant sidekick. He even rode on her back and she cuddled him in freezing conditions to keep him warm. Later on, Lady Washington would have a tryst in the Rocky Mountains and eventually have a cub Adams would name General Fremont. A year later, Grizzly, as he came to be known, pulled two two-week-old cubs from a grizzly sow's den while she hibernated in the Yosemite Valley. He raised the cubs himself, and one of them stuck around long enough to be named Ben, after Benjamin Franklin. Adams and Ben were quickly inseparable, and Ben would follow Adams anywhere he went. The odd couple were once traveling through the Sierra Nevadas and came across a sow with three cubs. This sow was first of all offended that there was a man nearby, and compounding her offense, a boar bear to boot. The sow rushed Adams and quickly swatted his rifle out of his hands with her left paw before he had a chance to fire. Then with her right paw, knocked him flailing, landing face down. She then dug her huge canines into the flesh of his back and tore flesh, buckskin, and flannel shirt from his body. Just in the nick of time, the yearling Ben joined the fight and chomped onto her haunches. She spun around and dug her teeth into Ben's skull, blinding him in one of his eyes. Then she used her paws to crush him into the ground while she brutally bit into his shoulder to lift him off the ground and shake him violently back and forth. The wounded Adams had the luxury of watching the two bears square off, but the heartbreak of watching his best friend Ben be wounded and beaten. By then, the man had gathered himself enough to lift his rifle and drive a bullet home through the sow's heart, stopping the brutality for once and for all. Ben healed eventually, and the two continued on with their life in the woods. The record does not indicate what became of her three cubs, but I assume Adams merged them into his menagerie. A few months later, Adams and Ben were ambushed again, and this time the bear got to Adams before Ben could stop the violence. The bear surprised Adams as he rounded a bend in the trail and quickly slapped him upside his head, knocking him down and gashing his scalp. Then the bear began tearing his scalp from his head while punching a hole in his skull the size of a silver dollar. The attack was over as quickly as it had started as the large bear departed leaving Adams temporarily incapacitated and Ben completely confused. 
Adams and Ben made their way back to camp, and slowly the man regained his health and energy. The hole in his skull never healed fully, and would routinely be opened up in the coming years. After healing a while, Adams constructed a huge cage, and his mind set on capturing a large grizzly. He hauled the trap into his hunting territory and set it up with bait and began watching. Once the trap was set, he had caught the largest grizzly bear ever caught in a live trap. This giant weighed 1,500 pounds when he was weighed on a hay scale, and John would call him Samson. Eventually, John would utilize his hunting and trapping skills to amass a small zoo's worth of animals. He started to show the public his animal collection and opened up a museum in San Francisco. It was during one of these shows in January of 1859 that Adams was wrestling with General Fremont when the bear struck him in the head, reopening the hole in his skull from the prior grizzly attack. Though it had been about five years since that attack, his scalp had partially healed but was displaced, and the hole in his skull remained open. After being struck this last time, Adams' brain tissue was exposed and his health began deteriorating. A few months later, in the summer of 1860, Adams was working with one of the monkeys in his menagerie when the monkey jumped onto his head and bit his unhealed wound where his brain was exposed. Experts believe the monkey bite may have led to meningitis, which is an infection of one of the layers of tissue surrounding the brain beneath the skull. After spending more than 10 years away from his wife and daughter, Adams retired back to Massachusetts but died a mere five days after the reunion. John Grizzly Adams left a legacy that would have him described as the greatest California mountain man of all time. He captured more grizzly bears than most mountain men of the time had killed. He was inducted into the Western Hall of Fame in 1911 and received the Heroes of California honor. Although not a trained scientist, Adams left behind the largest collection of mounted and live animal specimens in his museum, which eventually became the Pacific Museum in San Francisco. His menagerie spawned the Bronx Zoo and Zoological Gardens in Central Park, both of New York, as well as Woodward's Gardens and Fleshiker Zoo in the Bay Area. Adams Bear Samson actually served as the model for the California State Bear Emblem. In addition, Adams narrated his memoirs to an author named Hittel, who compiled the book The Adventures of James Capon Adams. Later, his life story would be turned into a television series in the 1970s called The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. I would love to hear your thoughts on this amazing story of Grizzly Adams and his bear friends, as well as his bear attack that eventually led to his death. I have to ask, did he prove that bears and humans can closely coexist safely? Were the actions of Adams harmful to bears? Please remember to like and subscribe, as well as to tap on that bell icon so you're notified on our next amazing bear attack story here on Scary Bear Attacks.